Welcome to the LLBR Podcast, Live Life and Royal. This is your host, Deshaun. Deshaun, Deshaun the Truth, King Sean 901. And I'm back, man. Bringing back the podcast. Hopefully I'm here to stay. Why well, I am here to stay, and I hope to. Uh, how y'all doing? I hope y'all doing good, really. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of shit been going on, man. Pandemic. Rona got folks spooked and nervous, people losing loved ones, There's just a lot of shit going on in the different states. <laughs> the government, you know, gone government. Uh, shit, race and justice, right? You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, uh, George Floyd, Aubrey, and Elijah. Oh, man, just everybody we keep losing to this bullshit. My condolences to all the families, uh, prayers to, you know what I'm saying, the survivors of fucked up behavior of these cops. Just, it's just, it's just crazy times, man. 2020 has really been a bitch. And I knew, I should have known it was going to be on some sucker shit when my boy Kobe died. Like, I just know, and what's so crazy is that 2020, these six months going on seven has been so fucking long that Kobe's death seems so fucking far away, bro. That's the crazy thing about it. It seems so fucking far away, bro. Life real out here, man. I hope y'all keeping y'all head up, keep y'all mental space good. Hope, uh, you know what I'm saying, if y'all staying active as much as possible, staying safe and precautious, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I see a lot of people complaining before I get into the show. I see a lot of people complaining about how you know, people out here, you know, just living their life, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all only complain because y'all ready to get back to living y'all lives. Y'all don't, a lot of y'all don't have the genuine concern for the people's health. Y'all just want to get back to your life. And I, I have this, my, I have this firm stance on it. It's really not changing. Shit ain't changing, bro. This, this shit ain't going away. It's only two ways this shit can go. Corona can be either like the West Nile shit where it was it was big for a season and then it went back down to being, you know what I'm saying, a minimum word, you know, case, ran a few cases a year, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Or it can be this time's flu. Remember a hundred years ago, if I'm not mistaken, that they had a flu pandemic and the flu was taking motherfuckers out. We still deal with the flu to this day. Even with a vaccine, millions go to the hospitals, millions get sick, and millions die every year from the flu. So, I'm not saying to be out here being careless. Like, I hope that this experience has shown how a lot of people's hygiene has been shitty. I hope (laughs) that this experience tells white people to give us our fucking space when we in line at the grocery store. Shit. I just hope that we carry a lot of the precaution as a whole, you know what I'm saying, further. Because this is something we got to deal with. Like, I don't think this is going away. And even with the vaccine, I feel like if this is here to stay, it's going to have damage. And eventually, life going to have to get back to normal or as normal as possible with precautionaries. So I'm going to say this now. Please wear your mask. Please. 
If you're going to be out, don't be stupid. Wear your mask. Get you some sanitizer. Wash your hands. Wash your hands with soap as well. Use hand sanitizers. If y'all wearing gloves, please stop using gloves to touch every fucking thing. And then touching the personal items of yours that you're going to touch with your fucking hands is pointless. Stop wearing a mask on your fucking chin. Like, this defeats the purpose. People like to bring up other countries and shit. And a lot of other countries, like I tell people, they have structure. A lot of other countries have governments that they, they rule way different than ours. You know what I'm saying? They rule a lot bit different. See, before you understand, our historical background comes from the fact that we fought to be free to get away from the structure of the king. That that, that this country's history pretty much is. We want to do what the fuck we want to do. Fuck what y'all talking about. Boom, boom, boom. And that's how people left. That's why you see the white women and men like losing their shit for simply wearing a mask for like 15 fucking minutes while they're in the store. Like being savages, bro. Like, what? What's the point? My thing is cool. The store don't want people in. Like, go to a store they will, or just simply throwing a fucking mask, bro. They're not taking away your fucking rights. But be smart, be safe, be careful. If you got it, go get tested so you can know uh, if you're gonna be going out and shit. If you got symptoms, stay your ass at home. Period. Stay your ass at home. If you got tested and you waiting on your results, stay away from motherfuckers. You can wait that day, two, week, whatever. Stay away from motherfuckers. There's just no difference you go get STD testing. You know what, bro? You know what I'm saying? Just don't fuck for it. You know what I'm saying? Until you get your results back, bro. Just, just to play it safe. Especially if you got symptoms. Like, you know what? Let me just stay away. Like, be, be smart about this shit, bro. I ain't saying don't have your fun, but at least be smart when you have your fun. Shit. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't finna get too much into this shit, because I ain't here to tell people how they should live their life, per se. I'm just giving you precautionary tales. If you, you feel like you don't want to go out, don't go out, man. Do what's best for you and your family. If you feel like you want to go out and say, fuck this shit and go see your family, do that. But be safe with it. Don't be reckless. But you should. We should be doing these type of precautions, these businesses, cleaning the sanitizing places. Anyway, like I said, this just show how flawed how we run our country over here, and that shit crazy. But I'm gonna go ahead and get into it because like I see I don't heard enough of this pandemic bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I came here to give these un- these uncut un these raw ass opinions about shit. So, you know, yeah, everybody know about the Meg situation. And uh, supposedly that Tory Lane is the shooter and this is a domestic violence situation. I'm not going to speak on that shit because I don't know the story. We don't know the story yet. She has not come out straight up said this nigga shot her or none of this shit. It's just all speculation. But I will say just the simple fact of that you pull your gun out on a woman, you a bitch-ass nigga. You shoot her, you definitely a bitch-ass nigga. But you can just pull a strap on you, you a whole-ass nigga. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, you going beyond overboard. Unless your life is on the line, unless she got a knife, she about to stab you, some, some shit like that. But just on some regular argument, you get that heated, bro, you don't need to be with no woman, period. You need to be need to be in a motherfucking nut house. 
fuck it. It would be me to be in the motherfucking nut house. Cause that shit ridiculous, bro. For that shit to happen to anyone. I ain't gonna make Meg like she the exception. Like it shouldn't have done for anyone. Like, bro, y'all gotta stop that whole ass activity, bro. Go get some therapy. Check out egos, bro. Like all this shit. That's why I say everybody shouldn't have a gun. And I hate that guns are so fucking accessible. Everybody shouldn't have one. Everybody might go get your gun and stay safe. Like, no, the reasons why all this bullshit be happening is because motherfuckers that shouldn't have it got it. <laughs> like, everybody shouldn't have a gun. I remember when I was younger, like 21, 22, motherfuckers saying, you need to get strapped. Stay in the club and stay in the third. I'm like, bro, I don't need a gun. They like, why? Because I'm going to use that shit. I'm going to get mad. I'm going to be drunk and get mad. You're going to try to fight. I'm going to fool this shit. And then, boom, my life is gone. I'm losing 30 years of my life over some bullshit that I can walk away from. I always stepped on my shoe. Like, bro, I can clean my shoe off. Nigga get to fight, and I can fight and move on. I got to take my air if I lose. Like, bro, I lost. I got jumped. Whatever. Like, bro, folks, we got to be smart with the shit that we doing, man. Because that shit, that bullshit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Not one, you know what I'm saying? I got it from the Joe Budden podcast. A perspective I ain't I didn't think about is how she gonna move in the industry now. Is she gonna fuck around and turn into like a summer walker type chick? Where she just feel uncomfortable to be around motherfuckers? Think about it. You an artist and you got supposedly shot by another artist. You ain't gonna feel cool at them type of parties, them gatherings and shit like that. You ain't gonna feel okay with that. Most people wouldn't. You get jumped at Kroger on this place, you probably won't go there ever again. You gonna avoid, you fuck around and avoid all Kroger's, but you damn sure not gonna go to that joint. Cause I remember when I was a kid and my house got broken into. I swear to God, like I didn't sleep in my mama's crib for like a month. And even then, I couldn't sleep for like the first month of me being back because I didn't feel safe there. So I can imagine being shot and then you, yeah, like. Nah, this, this shit's traumatic on different levels. And so she came, you know, she came out and spoke up about, she cleaning shit up because folks try to say she got arrested too. So she spoke up and then third, you know, everything led to Tony, I mean not Tony, I'm sorry, Tory. And so, you know, whatever, whatever, boom. And the internet, internet, you know what I mean? You know how the internet is, man. You, if you old enough to be on there for a few, for as long as we like have at 32, you know the internet go in there. They make everything into a joke. And this ain't no joking matter. Whether it's a man or a woman, it's just not a joking matter. But people gonna make light of situations of traumatic experiences. It's just how shit is. We've seen people make Kobe helicopter jokes. We've seen... This is what people do. Dark humor is fucked up. And sometimes I have laughed at dark humor. I ain't even sitting here like I don't enjoy dark humor. And, but I understand why she came out and said, you know what I'm saying, y'all find it funny, blah, 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 blah. But this hurt. I understand that. My issue with her statement, per se, was just blatantly saying how black women is not protected, this, that, and the third, and it was like, it's blaming men. And what I did, what I disliked about the statement is just, it again, you didn't call out the women that was making jokes as well. This one. Two, it's disheartening. Because I understand exactly why she's saying it. And another reason why, like, some my initial reasons, like, where was this sympathy, like, for young Dolphin? He got shot at twice. 
Like every other every other day, somebody be like, I understand why 50 got shot nine times. Like making light of his situation. Like we make light, like all traumatic shit, we make light of a lot of, a lot of situations. I understand why motherfuckers be like, man, I can do this shit. You know, that's how people operate. And me personally, I'm like, cool, let me not. I said it, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like, I personally don't make, I didn't make any jokes about it either. Like, I try not to joke about folks' <laughs> traumatic experiences and shit anymore. Because as you get older, you're supposed to get wild. And certain shit just shouldn't be made a joke of, even if though you might find the joke, somebody else's joke funny. I'm personally not going to joke about her being shot. Only joke I said was more mainly about Tory Lanez, and I was just like, pretty much he said short niggas back. You a short, petite, petite ass nigga, like, y'all fucked up. <laughs> y'all can get looked over a lot. Uh, but anyway, it, it, it's disheartening because I understand it. I wrote a blog about it on kingshun901.com. Check it out, read it. I'm not going to go too much detail about it. But some of the points was just, I understand that shit. I understand exactly why black women feel the way they feel. They say those type of things. Malcolm X said, and I said it before, uh, black women have the hardest in this country. I say it because they got to deal with everything what it takes to be a woman. And they got to deal with everything it comes with being a black. And... I'm starting to be like shit. If you are a black woman that has its own, its own struggles in itself, especially within our community from men, so I understand like the frustrations and shit. And I've reached a point where I have stopped. I have stopped dismissing folks' claims, even if I think it's wild or missing because it's for the growth, it's for the betterment. Like we got to be able to have these hard talks. So I want to say this now. If you really truly want growth and change, one, be the change that you require, that you want, that you're seeking. That's one. Two, toughen your fucking skin up. A lot of you motherfuckers are afraid to have hard conversations because that shit make y'all look in the fucking mirror. And you look in the mirror, you realize that you really ain't shit. But you need to be able to do that. Somebody got to let you know that your shit really do stink. That you really, you foul out here. Somebody gotta let you know that, and you gotta be able to take this shit. You know what I'm saying? Without lashing out or acting like you the fucking victim for shit. These hard conversations gotta be had for us to get the change that we need as individuals, to get the changes when it comes to this romantic relationship shit, this dating shit, and as far as just black people's unity. Because we out here suffering because we are not united. It's not a matter of having different perspectives on how to create change. It's just a matter of not being respectful to the, the different methods to create change. In another blog on the same site, I said it's different routes to get to the same destination. I don't have to swerve into your lane or try to run you off the road for me to get to that destination. And actually, we all, we got to do all this shit together in different forms and different ways. And so, with doing that shit, and if I need help, I can hit up, you know what I'm saying, boom, boom, boom. I need you come on, come get the system. Then boom, you need me for your 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 agenda push back, and you just look better that way. And don't get me wrong, there were naysayers with MLK and Mark and, and uh, Malcolm X and all the other leaders going on in that time. If they had naysayers. Everybody won't get it. Everybody won't be a part of the fight. We can't worry about them bum ass motherfuckers though. We can't worry about them. We got to worry about the motherfuckers that's trying to get it. 
that's trying to change. And we can't give up on our people. We just got to keep giving them these information. Like, you good information right here, brother. I'm going to lead you to the one. I'm going to lead you to that pond, but I ain't going to make you drink. I ain't going to put the cup to your mouth to make you drink. I'm not going to rub your neck to make you swallow. But I can lead you to that pond, though. I'm getting blueprint, but you got to build the shit yourself. It's just kind of like, oh, with Ikea, Ikea furniture, they're going to give you everything you need, maybe. And you got to put that shit together. This is how you got to look at it. To come back to the, the Meg situation, it's more so, like I said, her statement. It's not even a situation. I don't, it, that shit going to work out, work out, hope. You know what I'm saying? That I, I hope it was accident. I hope bro just being a goof-ass nigga and playing with a gun. You know what I'm saying? I hope it, it's that. I hope it's not that the rumor that she was trying to leave that man, he got mad and shot. Like, I ain't look. I, I hope it's not. You know what I'm saying? But if it is, throw that nigga in jail so you get his ass beat. Boom, boom, boom. It's a statement. Her statement has power. Because a lot of women do feel unprotected from black men. A lot of black women do feel unsafe around black men. And a lot of a lot of time I fought why. I was just like, hell nah, like, bro, you can't do that shit. And I still say that, like you like I just I feel like black men, black women. Really, people in general, we are always judged about as a whole group, regardless of what group you, regardless of what group you know what I'm saying you fall under. We are always judged by our worst ones. Why? Because they're loud. The loud, ignorant few. That's what I like to call them. loud, ignorant few. Lift, lift no teeth, lift. Because you know what I'm saying when you think about it. The stereotypes that we put on black women, for instance, that they loud, ratchet, domineering, all this shit, right? And when you sit back and think about all the black women you actually know, majority of them don't even fit their bill, depending on where you're from, obviously. But majority of even the ones where you're from ain't like that. They ain't on, they be like that just because they have to be most time. So my thing is, Let's analyze this shit. Black men, we're, they call us insensitive. We don't protect them. We don't respect them. But shit, when black women think about the dudes, when they really sit back and think about it, most dudes don't fit their bill. But the bigger issue is a lot of us as black men, we don't speak against that shit either. We quick to say what we don't do, and we denounce what they're saying and dismiss their complaints, trying to defend us as individuals. But we also don't hold them niggas accountable. When you don't, when you are in a position in these type of situations, you can't tote the line. You can't be neutral. You can't say that you are a good man when you, when you yourself surround yourself around with fuck me. I've said it on the show before, I would not be friends or associated with a nigga that don't take care of their kids. I just can't. I'm not going to be friends or associated with a nigga that I know beat on their woman. I won't. Because you do this shit in front of me, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm stopping. But a lot of you niggas don't even stop it. You don't tell the nigga to chill out, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing. Nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit crazy. And it's even, if you got real love for your friend, 
you help them out this situation, not help them as far as you justify what they're doing and try to highlight. No, you check them. Right then and there, like, oh, y'all got this. I'm going to rile my partner, and I check them in front. No, check them right then, bro, because you don't understand the effects that it have to the other person involved. Y'all niggas be in the group, and you might be with a, a couple of niggas that cat call women like in the wild way, not even on some AQ, you know, how you doing, boom, boom, boom. And, you know, the chick be smiling. The chick obviously look, you know what I'm saying, uncomfortable. Like, you tell her, hey, bro, stop. She obviously ain't feeling it, bro. It's, it's, all these other women out here, bro. Come on, boom. You know what I'm saying? It's something, it's something. You ain't had to, like, fight the dude, nothing. You just, you just check me. Or, you know how niggas be at the gas station, bro? You are not a monster who be at the gas station. You a good dude, right? Cool. You see the chick trying to walk back, you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. You just act like you her dude. Like, man, don't say shit, boom. Don't, like, don't say shit. You ain't got to say shit. I'm just walking with you, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you straight. And walk in, pump a gas, and like you her dude. And walk out. I'm glad, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad you met me up here. You beat me, you know what I'm saying? Simple shit like that. Y'all seen that viral video. If you haven't, if you easily triggered, don't watch it. But it's a viral video of a black woman talking to young niggas. And these bitch-ass niggas do her in the dumpster. And I don't recall one nigga telling folks to chill out. I don't recall not one nigga saying stop this shit, bro. Y'all bullshit. It's little shit like that. Not even try to stop him. Like physically stop him or verbally try to stop him. And not one nigga tried to help her out to make sure she was straight. All the nigga did was laugh and record. But I can guarantee you, some of them niggas that didn't physically put their hands on them would come out and say, I'm not like them. But you are. You are a so. You got to understand who you associate with. That's how people are going to perceive you to be like. That's just a fact of reality. If you're a young lady, you can be a wholesome young lady. But guess what? If you run around with a bunch of promiscuous women, motherfuckers going to perceive you to be promiscuous. You know what I'm saying? This is pretty much how it is, bro. If you're a nigga with money to third, but you hang around a bunch of broke-ass niggas, unless you just like blamely obvious you got money, they going to perceive you to be broke too. That's just how we work. You have real bullets. They're going to think you a bully. They think you Doja Cat. She was in chat rooms with racist, so they're going to perceive her to be racist. Or at least the, uh, a mammy heifer It's okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Allow it. You know, the, the, you know, the, the black people that... I, <laughs> you know how some black people are cool with white people saying nigga around them? Yeah, that's how I kind of look at them. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what? I don't know. I mean, do you. It's your friendship, but... That's what we gotta realize. Like our your words, our our words is speaking for us, and they are way too loud. They are louder than the good ones. It's no different than these cops. I my friend belief is that a lot of these cops are good cops. They get they join the force with genuine interest to serve their countries and communities. I mean, where their communities. The issue is the bad ones are getting too much shine, deserve shine, but too much shine. And not enough of these quote-unquote good ones are speaking up against the bullshit. That's the problem. Like I said, if you toting that line, you're just as much as the problem. Not the solution. If you ain't snitching on a motherfucker, you ain't testifying against a motherfucker that's doing wrong, that's abusing their power, you're just as much as part of the problem. You're just as much as part of the problem, bro. That's just what it is. You, like I said, you can hang with your homeboy and his old lady, and he might haul off and smack her. You ain't checked that man right then and there. She think you, you probably slap, you probably think that shit is okay. She gonna assume you doing that shit to your, your old lady or the chicks you deal with. Or you okay with that shit. 
that you still cool with this nigga. You ain't checked this nigga. You ain't stopped this shit. Nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And protection. And latest, I want you to do this. When y'all talk about these topics like this, go into detail. Don't make blanket statements. Like, go into detail exactly what the fuck you mean by this because when you state exactly what you mean, it's harder for these niggas, you know, women do two-ass niggas or niggas that be this dismissive-ass nigga. You go into detail about what you're talking about. It's hard for them to ignore that point. Oh, so you can help the nigga. You can help a nigga change his perspective by you going into detail because it hurts. It, it, it hits different. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's Niggas in your circle, your general post on social media. Just go into detail about what you mean by protection. Because me, protection is more than just physical. It's me. Protection is holding you accountable for the wrongs that you do too. Protection is me speaking up on issues that solely faces y'all, man. Like the abortion shit, uh, mortality rate of black women of in childbirth. When the Breonna Taylors exist, like talking about these stories. It's, it goes so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Talk about the stories. That, that's protection to me. Protection and account. You know what I'm saying? Holding these niggas accountable. Whether I'm verbally doing it when I'm making my posts in these, in these blog posts and my podcast and my homeboys in real life. It just, you know, some protection, it has a wide range. So, And I know everybody's views on protection are different. Talk about what you want directly so somebody can get it. You can be Tupac, and by that I mean you may not be the person that changed the whole male species of black men. But if you affect a few, you never know what those few can, who they can affect. Just like Martin Luther King, somebody had to instill in him those values for him to grow up to instill into others, and he hit a wide range. So imagine all his disciples, all the people they hit that he can touch. And that's what I mean. Like, we got to be purposeful with our messages. We can't just make these blanket-ass statements anymore. Because, you know, people are soft. I'm saying, nah, we, people are sheep. Not black people. It's all people. Everybody think they're the leader. Everybody think they're the wolf. No, most people are motherfucking sheep. They follow. And it's either we guide them correctly or not. And it's been too much misguidance. Uh, I had a conversation the other day, and he brought up how immigrants come over to our country, and they flourish more and better than we do. And I was like, he had a fair point, and I was like, he he asked me why. Just to get my opinion, I was like, well, they come over, they have a set structure. They have culture. And they have these things already instilled in tune. This how this we got to do. And they have this unity aspect to them. Latinos will come over here. You know what I'm saying? Seven to a crib, no problem. They'll open up a business and hire themselves. Now, they paying themselves to be in that joint. So that's money in their pocket, they the tax money. But they also send money back home. They do this, they do all this shit. They work together. And I'm not the person that, that cares necessarily what other groups or people do because I'm not trying to fight for their acceptance. But if I can see things that works for them, you know what I'm saying, that works for them, and I can instill it into our culture and our community, I feel like that's beneficial, and I feel like we all should do that. Kobe Bryant didn't become Kobe Bryant. Everybody say he was just like Mike, but if you know basketball, he had other aspects of the game in him too. LeBron James, the same way. They had other aspects of their game 
as well as too. You know what I'm saying? When you want to be great, you take a little bit other from shit from people. You pick, pick and choose the shit that you feel best benefits you. And we do the same business model. Like, it's folks like Mormons, Jews, Asian people, Indian people. They stick together. They do shit. You know what I'm saying? Together. And we can do we can do that shit. It's shit not impossible. That's the thing about it. People make it seem it's hard. Yes, life is hard, nigga. If you're not a white person in in this, let me take that back. You're not a white rich person in this country, bro. Life is fucking hard. That's who that's who this country is designed for. Not the poor whites, but the rich white person. White the rich white person gave poor white people the false sense of power and privilege. That shit, bro. Them folks they judge them too. They just hard on the black people. They just they they get the shit in of the stick too. And you, you know what I'm saying? So shit gonna be hard, but you we gotta do this shit for our future, bro. We complain of change, but we don't wanna be changed. How do you want change in this country and in your people, but you don't wanna change yourself? You don't wanna be the leader of change. At least amongst your circle. Like I said, it starts with the circle. Cause a lot of people in circles have different types of circles. So if they change, like I said, like I said, man, we got so much power, fam. You don't even understand. It's time for us to get into different industries besides clothing. Mind you, I got a clothing line, but I'm trying to get into other shit too. It's time to get different industries besides cosmetics and clothing. We need somebody that cares about agriculture or want to own a grocery store. We need that. We need more black lawyers and doctors and nurses. We need that. We need motherfuckers to sit here and go on. We need all this shit. Like, when I read, we sit down and think about it, we need this shit. <laughs> we need this shit. We need a motherfucker to be out here to, like, get out. We need to get our money up so we can, because people, y'all say vote. And I agree with the logic of voting. The issue with voting is that these motherfuckers that be running don't give a fuck about us. And our skin folk ain't kin folk. Because why? They run on somebody else's dime. So we got to start grooming our own candidates. We got to start financing our own candidates. And we can't do that without fucking money. That's all we got to start putting money back into our communities. That means support black business. I need y'all to loosen up that lease. That lease on black businesses. Yes, uh, I know that custom service is a big thing to you guys. Also, price. But a lot of you guys don't own a business. They have not ran a business. So when it comes to the pricing shit, y'all gotta understand that it costs more when you're dealing with less. If you buy shit wholesale, pretty much the more you buy, the cheaper it is. So, but when you run it through these other services and this and the third, the shit come up. And you gotta understand that these folks are not just trying to sustain the business. They're trying to sustain they're alive. They're trying to pay their rent. They're trying to pay their car note. They're trying to pay tuitions. They're trying to feed themselves and their kids. They're trying to pay insurance. So therefore, the price has to be at an adequate point. So it covers the business sustainability and their life sustainability. Unless you just want the business to sustain and then folks be out here starving, eating crackers and cheese and shit. Because y'all spend, spend money on what y'all want. But somehow, y'all want black business to be cheap. Like, no, motherfucker, your price point is your price point. Either you're going to pay what, I, what I'm offering or you're not. Skate. No corn. There's no personal beef. Because 
y'all say four to five dollars a t-shirt. I'm like, shit, y'all wear Balenciaga, supposedly. And them t-shirts be what, $200 and up. Y'all wear Gucci, supposedly. And them t-shirts and pants and shades and shit ain't cheap. Little Polo, Ralph Lauren. Little embroidered, little ass horse. Embroidered, little ass horse. You go to Macy's, this shit like $70. You can get it for $40, maybe $30 if you go to Marshall's. But it's still relatively high for this little ass horse. So again, support. Don't ask them to discount support. But to my business owners, on the other side of their coin, I need you guys to understand the importance of quality and customer service. Your quality must match what you're trying to charge. So, like I said, with me being a clothing line, I have now taken the initiative to put my personal tags into my clothes. You got to do the same. Your shirts don't need to be having Fruit of the Looms on it. Or Hanes or Gridiron or whatever. All this other shit. You need to take the initiative to make it your personal shit. I know we all, a lot of us do drop shipping. But they got that option where you can, you can replace the tag. They had those options. And so, boom. Yes, you need to change the tag out. Make sure you stop. Don't get no cheap printing shit or food quality. Get the best that you can at your pet. Your what's called your price it what you feel like will accommodate for the quality that you're presenting. Not what you think the actual quality of what you presented. And like I said, your your clientele go up, your your business go up, you get better shit, and you can go up on your prices. You know what I'm saying? Your customer service, whoa, whoa, whoa. I be seeing so many bad examples. And I understand that bad customer service comes of all races, of all businesses, we all have experienced it. But you know we have a short lease. A lot of y'all need to take classes on how to fucking talk to people. I understand that people can be frustrated. I get that some people make inquisitions that had no plan on buying. They don't fucking matter, bro. Answer the fucking questions or present a platform that answer their questions for them. If they got questions about prices, create a site. Here go a link. So here's a link. All prices uh, can be found there. Uh, all questions about protocol can be found here. I need you to read that thoroughly, please. Simple. You, this, you can copy paste that answer. <laughs> Let me go to my notes. That's what they ask. Boom. Copy paste. You, they, ain't, they don't require you to do shit. When y'all take deposits, stop spending folks deposits. Wait till at least the event happens or the the whatever you taking the deposits. Because there's no reason why. When shit get canceled, you taking taking you weeks and months to pay somebody back. No, give them their money back when they cool. When you need it, I can have it for you tomorrow. Say no more, cause you didn't spend any money. Do good business, bro. Like I said, don't make it harder for everybody because you want to do bad. Do good business. Do the business that you how you want somebody to treat you. You know what I mean? That's how you, that's how you gotta really handle the situation. How how you want somebody to handle your business? Your event get the event get canceled. How, you want your money back, don't it? All right, cool. You want your money back in a timely fashion. Yeah. All right then, for your inconvenience that you caused, motherfucker, pay the pay them folks back, bro. No problem. Like, bro, we gotta do better. We just gotta do better in general. We just gotta do better. We can strive to be better. And that's the key. It's strive to be better. Soften up the skin and take that constructive criticism. Even if it's harsh. Even if it cuts you deep. You got to take that shit. So when black women make these statements that they don't feel protected, ask them why. 
Ask them questions why to get understanding. Not the not the flip it on them. Say not the niggas you pick. None of that shit, black man. Generally come to understanding. Ask them why. Then ask them how. Do they personally want to be protected? And then do that. Especially if it's somebody of significance to you. I mean, for basic level, like I said, there is no pre-qualifier for a black woman to get respect from us. Honor. You know what I'm saying? There's no pre-qualifier for that. It's just because she's a woman and because she's black. That's enough. And it goes for the LBGTQ community as well. They're part of us as well. You can't say black lives matter and not include them. You ain't got to agree with the lifestyle choice or you ain't got to agree with the ideologies of all their different perspectives. But they're still black and they're human. So they, they deserve the respect and love and compassion too. It's simple, bro. Like, let's not make this more difficult than it has to be. It's simple. Don't be <laughs> the oppressors to the oppressed. Like we complain about how white people treat us and do us. And I'm talking to black men right now. We complain about how this world got it hard for us. We complain about all of this shit. And yet we do the same exact shit to each other. We do the same exact shit to our woman. And it's always, it ain't my mama, it ain't about love, but it shouldn't take somebody else's significance for you to do right. This ain't about relationships, it's just about basic shit, bro. Being respectful. Like, stop, you see niggas, I get the light skin, dark skin jokes. We, we do this shit all the time. I might even say, man, you got light skin tendencies because a motherfucker text slow or some shit. That, but I'm not going to sit here and per- perpetuate this shit as far as like light skin women look better than dark skin women. Like, nah, man, if I think you're fine, you're fine. You ain't got shit to do with your skin tone. Like Dr. Umar said, we, we got everything from, from pale blacks to the black of the black. We got it all. I think you're fine, you're fine. I'm not going to sit here and be like, Black women are loud, ratchet, this, that, and the third. I don't like that shit. And, like, just specify black women. I, it's easy to say I just don't like that shit in general. Matter of fact, how about just not talk about shit you don't like? How about this? Let's, 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 let's start there. Let's start not talking about shit that we don't like. Why y'all give energy to shit that y'all don't like? Let's start with stating your preference preferences without downing the other side. You know what I'm saying? Let's have conversations where even when they disrespect you, you don't disrespect back. You just cut off the conversation. Don't become what you complain about. Because then your messages lose its validity. They no longer valid. Because when you become what you complain about, it's like, bro, your whole thing you cried about is, is pointless. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you can't let a motherfucker know where they got you fucked up at. But I'm talking about these casual conversations. Like, y'all shouldn't let strangers get y'all to this fucking point, man. Whatsoever. At the end of the day, I know, you know what I'm saying? There's people that disagree with me all the time. They call me a name. And I, I handled it with as much class as possible. When I was younger, I used to attack it. I used to make it worse. I wouldn't necessarily name call them. Because like I said, basically, you level of respect. But I, I certainly didn't help the situation either. Now I'm just going to okay your ass to death. Recently, it was okay your ass to death. Now it's just like, I'm mean, going to disagree, disagree, cool. You know what I'm saying? You ignore it now. There's no, the conversation, I see, is not moving to a positive growth 
type of way. It's not hitting that curve that like it's finna turn to attacks and shit. I ain't got time for that shit, bro. So you really on that positivity shit, be about it. Be the change you, you say you want. Be what you require. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Be what you require. Be the change that you want. I'm getting tired of black women saying they don't they don't feel protected around us. I'm I'm seeing it too much. We gotta get that narrative back down. And it starts with us as far as they go. It's that simple. I'm tired of being crying for support from their own. I'm tired of seeing that shit. Let's 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 keep it a bean and do better on both sides. Loosen your leash when it comes to black businesses. Understand that you have to be patient a little bit more because they don't have the help or the capital to have the shit at where they where they might want it to be at as far as pricing. But as a black business, you cannot just go crazy with your prices when your quality ain't that good. Or you want it to be it. Let's work with each other, man. Like I said, we in this shit together. Unity. If you really want some unity, these are the things you gotta do. You want unity and change, be the change and that you require, that you want. That's one. Toughen your skin so you can have these hard conversations. Look in the mirror and learn to be accountable for yourself. And then also learn to be accountable for at least, at minimum, your circle. For this change. You should inspire them. And they don't want to, their inspiration to be better than what they are. You know, I don't tell people who they should be friends with, really. I can only work on myself. I can only do what I do. And it was this thing that was like, yo, your group ain't talking about investments and Making money, business, and they don't. They need you. Need another circle. No, you don't. You need an additional circle, but you don't need to stop being friends because y'all don't share them something. That that type shit to me don't matter. My issue is lifestyle shit. How you handle shit, or your morality, or your principles. Your, if our principles don't align, and our morals don't align, then I can't be friends with you. That's important to me. What you deem important to a friend, that's on you. But check your friends. When they doing foul shit, let them know they foul. Then, damn, man, message the black men. You want to be the leader? Be the leader. Lead by example. Black women, we love you. I beg of you to not allow the our ignorant worst speak for everybody. And you the nigga that wants to say that you are not one of them, but you also don't speak up against them, speak the fuck up. But it's the end of the goddamn episode, man. You know what I'm saying? It felt good, man. Thank you for joining me in this therapy session. I got a lot more that's on my mind. Like I said, my blog is back. It's back permanently. I miss writing like a motherfucker. King Sean, 901.com. Sean is S-H-A-W-N. King Sean, 901.com. Go check that out. Read that. Share that. Let me know y'all thoughts on that. Share this with your friends. You know what I mean? I can't grow. It can't grow without you. So I want to say thank you for listening. Hope y'all made it throughout the whole show. New listeners, uh, old listeners especially. Especially old listeners because y'all been with me this whole fucking journey. I appreciate y'all. Shout out to my boy DJ Bell. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, my nigga, for staying with a nigga, encouraging a nigga, and uh, pointing different things out to me. So let me know, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing shit all right out here. Uh, shout out to my city, Memphis. It made a nigga. Shout out to my love. Big things coming. Uh, 
just 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 shout out to y'all. Birthday, nah, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Black people.